When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back everybody to another fantastic episode of the every pokemon episode ever podcast and yes everybody we are still keeping to that name and to that nature i am one of your hosts wrestling chris g and going yonder back is my good old co-host dougie fresh dougie my man how you doing i'm doing pretty well this evening that's good man that's good so, I guess because um, I, I kind of announced it on the good old um, Patreon page for any of our Patreons, but um, there was a slight hiccup as to um, uploading schedules um, the, the past week um, when it comes to our backlog. Um, good old Wrestling Chris G came down with the good, good old COVID-19. Not oh, is that confirmed? Yeah, it's confirmed. <laughs> oh, <not laughs> so I, I had me, me and my son both caught COVID, and then my wife caught it. <clears throat> so, right. so yeah, that 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 was not that was not fun. <laughs> I mean, I luckily it only knocked me on my ass for three days, but the three days that it knocked me on my ass like fully was Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, <laughs> and the day after Christmas. So. So, you know, the best days. Yeah, the best days. I, <laughs> I, 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 and this was before my son, um, started getting symptoms and, and getting, getting all of that. But, um, yeah, I missed my children opening their Christmas gifts this year, sadly, because, um, COVID had knocked me out and, uh, we went, so, <clears throat> I'll, 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 I'll give everyone a, a little brief story. So we went to my in-laws on Christmas Eve. So I woke up Christmas Eve and I woke up perfectly fine. I woke up like mm. any other day. <clears throat> and as the day progressed, um, I started get catching a fever. And then my fever at first it was, it was 98, um, 98.8, I believe is what it was. And then I started feeling even sicker. Now I'm sitting at 99. About an hour later, I I was at about 100. Then I got up to 101. And then I got up to a, a 102.6. And this was about 20 minutes prior to leaving to go to my in-laws. Now, during this Ooh. now during this time frame, I'm not going to say, I mean, I, I told you off air, but I'm not going <clears> to <throat> put this person, throw this person under under the rug, but I found out that a family member of, of mine had come down with COVID 
and I had just seen this person pr- earlier that week. Um, yeah. we, we, we actually, um, uh, went out to dinner, um, a lot of the family and, um, she, she tested negative before, um, coming to dinner. And then after, um, because she did the rapid test and it came back negative, um, found out the next day that, um, her PCR test came back positive, but nobody else had any symptoms. So we all kind of went about our day. We got the rapid, all of us came back negative, but come to find out later on, I got sick and then my son got sick and then my wife got sick. And then I went over to my in-laws on Christmas Eve, but I, I passed out because I was, I was not feeling well. And so I went to the spare bedroom and I, I laid out and I, I barely remember getting home um, early Christmas morning because all the kids opened up their gifts at midnight on Christmas Eve going into Christmas day. And I was passed out. I missed my children <laughs> opening up their gifts. I mean, luckily my wife um, took video of it, but man, it, it sucks um catching yeah. catching this around the holidays so i had to reach out to our patreon people cuz they didn't get an episode on friday and i was like yeah um one of the co-hosts and i i didn't say which one of us but you're hearing it now uh one of the co-hosts came down with covid and um so we're we're not able to put out an episode like we had originally planned and I will keep you up to date as to um, any future plans. And I went ahead and I paused all billing. So anybody that's thinking of testing out Patreon and getting episodes a week in advance, this is your time because all of January, Patreon, our Patreon is absolutely free. And the only reason I had to do it like that is because I was not able to keep up um with the whole week in advance, people would be paying literally to hear episodes as they come out on the free feed as well. So I'm kind of trying to figure out how I'm going to do this. And we're recording a bunch of episodes this week, uh, Doug. So I might end up throwing two of those episodes out onto a Patreon to, to get us back into the swing of things for a week in advance. But as of right now, um, we're working on our backlog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I mean, that's going to happen. You know, life's going to happen. Sickness is going to happen. Bullshit's going to happen. You know, um, you know we, we were able to keep up. I mean, we had enough to, to barely get by in terms of the free feed. Yes. Um, you know, we, we've got, like you said, we've got a plan this week. Um, we've set aside, you know, obviously you're listening to this episode. We set aside two additional recording nights. Um, (laughs) yeah, we're hoping literally almost like four hours of our, of our week is going into this podcast. So hopefully we can get back on track. 
<laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think, and I think we will. And you know, New Year, we'll get right back in the swing of things. We'll be fine. We just had a little bit of a hiccup. Um. Yeah, I got all COVIDy. <laughs> You know, but but you're but you're shot up, you know. Yeah, I I'm got shot up. Yeah, I got I got my shot. Um uh, I don't have my booster, but I mean I got my regular shot and I I guess uh I guess this is a thing. I mean I gotta look more into this, but apparently I'm not allowed to get my booster until I'm COVID free for three months. I couldn't speak on that because I've never Never actually got it. I mean, that does. I mean, you had to wait <clears throat> six months till your last dose just to qualify for booster, as it is. So that would make a little bit of sense. Yeah. So as, I mean, if you're just coming off of it, which I'm kind of hoping you were out of it because you and I saw each other for a couple minutes this evening. Yes. Yes. No. No. Um, no. 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 <laughs> I. I. Me and the family, we are negative now, so we're we're all good. So, and even so, my my wife was in the car anyway. So, but yes, yeah, we're all negative. <laughs> wow, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So, but yeah, no, um, yeah, we 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 had we had to test negative anyway because we were seeing some family members anyway, and we don't want to infect more of our family because a lot of our family has gotten COVID um through this weekend. Uh, it's funny because a lot of us weren't even gathering together. I don't even know how I even fucking got it. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest. Like me, me and my wife, we don't we we haven't gone anywhere. And I'm I, I'm 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 just oh yeah. Well, I got. I oh, think I was gonna say I know how you got it. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, I got I got yeah. it from from my family member from that dinner. Yeah. Okay. Right. That we're not naming. Right. Yeah. Yes. I was like, I was like, I pay attention when he calls. <laughs> Even though he might not remember calling me that day, <laughs> you were fucking out of it. Oh, bro. Yeah, I was. I was done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember talking to you, but I don't remember what we talked about. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, so yeah, I, <laughs> I just remember, I mean, you're in my call log. I, I just yeah. don't know what we were talking about. <laughs> so with you saying, yeah, you were out of it. Yeah, I, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, you were, you're like, I can't even sit up right now. I was like, oh, fun. <laughs> so, all right. But, um, now that we got, Good old COVID nineteen update out of the way. Um, everybody's feeling better, so we're about to do this episode. Today's episode is episode number seventy two. Go West, Young Meow, and this episode premiered in Japan on November twelfth, nineteen ninety eight, and here in the states, October ninth, nineteen ninety nine. And Doug, my date this um this week is from nineteen eighty six. So am I going first or are you going first this week? I'm going first because my date was from nineteen nineteen. Okay. So what happened on nineteen nineteen, my brother? So on the uh on this day, 
October 9th, 1919. We saw the final game of the 1919 World Series between the um, victorious Cincinnati Reds, uh, defeating the, at that point, the Chicago Black Sox. And the series ended uh, five games uh, for Cincinnati to three games in uh, Chicago's favor. And if you're thinking that shouldn't add up, you're right, because this was one of the years MLB was experimenting with a best of nine format, which means you had to win uh, five games instead of the four that we're familiar with today. And that was done uh, specifically to boost interest in the game as well as put a little bit of revenue back in everybody's pockets. Now, if the year 1919 and Black Sox sticks out to you, that's because this, um, this World Series directly resulted in the Black Sox scandal where it was found out that eight members of the Chicago team collaborated in throwing uh, the World Series um, to collect a payoff of unspecified um, funds, uh, potentially from the mob. Um, Wait a minute. So, you know, so, been... so, so, so they they threw the game. Um, so that they could have the predictions come correct, so they can get a payout from the mob, which would give the 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 people that were basically um, betting in the mob would become richer, and they would then give money to the players that threw the game. Correct, because uh, <clears throat> pardon me, um, Cincinnati, you see, uh, was the underdog. Uh, because the the Black Sox in 1919 were very good. Um, trying to get a win total here. Um, this is interesting. Yeah the 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 Black Sox were were favored, and um, it came out that eight members of the team had kind of come together and said, well. We're not getting paid for shit. Is you know, I mean, you're looking around, you know, this round the game now, and it's like guys are getting three hundred million dollar contracts. These guys are having to work second. These guys in nineteen nineteen are having to work two, three jobs in addition to being a ball player. I mean, you weren't making nothing. You were making peanuts. Um. Oh shit. So so they're like, hey, you know, if we get together and we throw this game and we get these kickbacks, we'll be all right. So, like I say, it was it was down to eight men. Um, so it wasn't the whole team. It was just, you know, um, enough of the principal players on the team were like, yeah, we could do this. And um, so they... Series, um, you know, they didn't you know, sweep them or anything, because you got to make it look competitive, you know. And then um, it started to come out that something might have been screwy, and I think on a previous episode of this podcast, I think I covered 
possibly the grand jury coming together for this case. I believe that happened in 1920. I would have to go through the feed, and I really don't have that kind of time. But I do remember talking about this previously. Um, you know, there's been numerous um, podcasts. There's been a, there was a movie um, in the 90s with Charlie Sheen. It was called Eight Men Out. Um, there's been books. I mean, this has kind of been covered kind of i i won't say to death because it is interesting it's kind of like the montreal screw job it's like at this point we all know the the principal players and what happened and what was suspected and a certain population still think it was a work and everybody was in it together and so i'm in mean, you know obviously that led to those eight players being um you know, completely blackballed from baseball. Um, so that's why we don't have a know, Chicago um, Black Sox anymore. Yeah, they had to they had to get clean. They had to wash their socks. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you, Doug, for that history lesson. So, so if we can get everybody else to wake back up now. <laughs> well. Mine is going to be kind of short and short and sweet because I didn't really watch it, but it's it kind of speaks for itself. My date is from 1986, and this was the day that The Late Show with Joan Rivers premiered on Fox, the first woman to host a U.S. late night TV talk show. And everybody knows the the late Joan Rivers and how outspoken she was and everything and. Yeah, she had her own late night show on Fox uh, years prior to being on E, as a lot of people might, uh, a, a lot of people today might have um, known her or recognized her or heard her voice. But yeah, back in the day uh, when when she was a lot younger, she had her own talk show, and it doesn't say how long her talk show was until. But I mean, one season. One season, I don't know if that's one year, but it was one, it was, it was kind of a one and done kind of deal. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it, it was a, it was kind of a bold swing by Fox. They were, they were the new network in town. They're like, we need our angle because obviously, you know, you had David Letterman and Jay Leno and everything. So it's like, okay, we need our host. And it was, it was, they picked Joan and she was good because she would fill in for, uh, Carson on NBC on numerous occasions and it just Fox Fox wasn't to the level it is today and it was you know fresh on the beat and you uh, you don't get a lot of women in late night like I know Chelsea Handler had her her show on E for a while um, Samantha B has her show on TBS and NBC gave Lily Singh a show. They gave her a half an hour at like twelve thirty Central. So really? like if the if the late show was Seth Meyers didn't put you to sleep. And <laughs> Lily Singh, I mean, she has a good YouTube channel, but that doesn't translate to television. Gotcha. Okay. And that and and that didn't last. Let's just <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Well, thank you for that, Doug. You ready to jump on into today's episode? 
<clears throat> more than ready because I didn't remember specific aspects of this episode. <laughs> Neither did I, but I mean, uh, it is kind of eye-opening because this, we're, we're we're essentially getting Meow's backstory going into this episode. So, yes, everybody everybody loves a good origin story, whether it's Batman or Spider Man or apparently Meow. <laughs> and Meowth apparently doesn't even remember certain parts and kind of makes up his own shit, I felt like. Yeah. But um alright. Yeah. Let's see. So we start today's episode um a little different than than we normally would. Um we start off with the narrator going, It's a beautiful morning here in Pallet Town, and Ash and Brock are up with the sun and getting ready for the Pokemon League competition. And we get a first shot of Ash, Pikachu, Brock, and they're stretching and they're, they're, they're getting ready to go hard because Ash hasn't worked at all for this Pokemon <laughs> League at all. So, so it, I'm sure he's already, um, drank his eggs down and he's already and Brock is getting all up in his head and, Misty and Togepi are sitting on the couch having some teas and crumpet, it seems like. And Misty um Misty throws her little zingers as the only work the only thing that gets a workout with these two is the remote control. <laughs> <laughs> um have you ever done that? Uh raw eggs? Raw eggs? No, I have not. I've never done that. I've seen it in movies like a, a ton, but I've never done it. Yeah, I I don't think I'm ever going to do it either. <laughs> I don't feel like it's good. I don't think it's good either. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you you even have the people joke about it when they when they drink down their their eggs and they're like, Ugh, uh, and I'm sorry for people that are <laughs> listening. Uh, apologies to <laughs> headphone listeners specifically. Um... <laughs> oh. But um, but yeah, it's just it 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 does it doesn't it doesn't look pleasant. Doug. I, I'm, I'm no, not... I don't I don't <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, I I was just curious because you brought that up. You know you know Doug, it, the the next time I see you or the next time I have you over, if I do it with you, would you would you gulp down a thing of eggs? Raw? Absolutely, absolutely. You would. Absolutely. All right, let's let's do that, Doug, and then we'll be able to give our listeners <laughs> is it good or is it bad? Yeah, the next time yeah. I the next time I have you over, I'm I'm just gonna crack open an egg, throw it into a glass cup, and I'm gonna say, All right, cheers, Doug. And you're gonna be like, cheers, and we're just gonna gulp it down and hopefully neither one of us pukes. <laughs> yeah. The heck with it, it's not my carpet. <laughs> I got hardwood floor, so it'll be easy to get up. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. I know, I know. It'll get all up in the cra ew. <laughs> you better not I can, puke. I can, I, can, I can hear your wife right now, Douglas. You better not puke on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> she would too. Alright, so yeah, no. so back back in the episode, um, we have the mailman come by and this is an old fashioned mailman. So this is kind of showing you um, the time of this episode or how things were going, um, in the Pokemon world. But, um, they, they had a mail carrier on bike and he, he biked right over to, um, Mr. Mime. And you see Mrs. Ketchum is in her garden like she normally is, watering her flowers. 
and he hands Mr. Mime an envelope and they take the envelope and they go inside and we find out that it's an invitation and it's um and it cordially invites um the whole Ash Ketchum family and friends to a premiere of a private screening of Pokemon in Love which is what we find out is the name of the film that they helped create Doug. Doug, your turn. Yeah, definitely did not remember this um, This part. I did not remember that um, our wonderful director from a couple episodes ago returned. Um, this, this was a, this was a honest, like I remember or remembered majority of Meowth's um, backstory but i did not remember that they actually paid off the movie i mean they didn't because spoilers we don't see one second of that movie but <laughs> they at least provided a reason for it yes so and for this movie and i think it's weird because it, this is one of the very few times that they intertwine like um, real life from here in the U.S. with Pokemon because they say that this movie is going to premiere in none other than Hollywood. Hollywood where stars are born. And Misty is over here. She's like, I'm going to see all the stars. And Brock is is in a tuxedo and he's surrounded by women. And he's like, and I'm going to see all the starlets. And Mrs. Ketchum is gleaming, but we don't see what she thinks that she's going to see in Hollywood. And I think that's for a good reason. And Miss hey, <laughs> Ketchum is wholesome. You, you... Well, she did have Ash Ketchum, so there is a dirty side to her. But let's oh, not dirty. I mean, you, you've got two kids that don't make you dirty. Well, never mind. <laughs> uh, I'm a dirty old man. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, when I call you, I'm a dirty old man. <laughs> no, I don't want to take this. Right <laughs> Nobody needs this for breakfast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you had a nickel for every time you heard that. So, um, so as everybody is gleaming from ear to ear. Um, Ash Ketchum is banging his head on the side <laughs> of the couch and he's like you know you guys all go have fun and and then they all stop and he's like I have to stay here and train for the Pokemon League and then without skipping a beat Ash Brock I mean not Ash Brock Misty and Mrs. Ketchum say oh yeah that sucks and then <laughs> Ash is like, wait a minute, you guys aren't going to have any sympathy for me? And he's like, you know what? You guys talk me into it. I'm going to go with you. And they, they, of course, this is Ash's way of getting out of training once again for the Pokemon League. Doug. I don't know how we were supposed to root for him. <laughs> he has had every opportunity to stay at home and train and get to know his Pokemon better. and. Dude, he's, he's... no joke. Did you even put two and two together when watching these episodes as kids that 
Ash Ketchum needed to train for the actual Pokemon League? Or were you watching these? Because me, myself, I'm like, okay, Ash has to win the fucking Pokemon League, right? Like, they got to pay it off. But, I mean, obviously, uh, we've spoke on this numerous times. He doesn't fucking win the Pokemon League. And we were all shocked when he didn't win the fucking Pokemon League. But watching this as adults now, no fucking reason in the world should tell you that he's going to win this thing because he's not training at all. Like, (laughs) if anything, if anything, he should have devoted decent chunk of time to getting Charizard on his side. He didn't even do any nighttime training. You know how many times that we have watched these episodes in his fucking daytime and you're telling me the boy has no school so he couldn't be up at night (laughs) with his goddamn Pokemon? I mean, for God's sakes, he has a damn Pikachu that can light up the whole sky and he has a Charizard that even when Charizard's mad will fucking blow fire and you can see shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but then you get into the whole debate of using your Pokemon as as tools, and then you know because he already he already uses uh freaking Bulbasaur as a pulley system. Anyway. <laughs> so, all right, um, let's see. Let's go ahead and go on to this next scene, and it's your favorite trio, Doug, just in the wrong part of the series. Yeah, well, yeah, we're not we're not at the right season right now. Um, but Team Rocket is sitting on top of ladders in front of a billboard for Pokemon in Love, talking about how come we didn't get an invitation, you know? And they're like, "Well, we don't really need an invitation. We were the stars, and you know, they're all three uh, lit up." And they said, "Well, <clears throat> we're just gonna." We're just going to show up. And then they're like, yeah, we'll show up and we'll get thrown down or thrown out. And Jesse's, uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Jesse and James are, are literally starry eyed and they're just thinking of all, all they can do. And, and, and Meowth, um, is, is kind of looking, uh, crestfallen. And he's like, honestly, we're about to go back to a place I'd rather forget. And it's like oh, it's foreshadowing, and then we get the uh, then we get the title card, and yeah, we we are three minutes in, and we haven't even gotten the title card yet. Doug. Yeah, and then you know after we get the title card, we are thrown right into um, Meowth's um, origin, like completely. Like you know, the next shot we see after the title card is a young Meowth uh, sitting in a bucket of newspaper. Just kind of sad. It's it's extremely sad, and you know we um we get shots of him just sitting there meowing, and he had no family, no home, and we see him sitting in an alley, um, avoiding the rain, and he says, "My stomach was as empty as my heart," and we see him scrounging for food and. He comes across the practicing baseball, and he's looking at the um, container of baseballs like they're the little um, uh, the rice patties. Yeah, um, rice balls. Rice balls. 
that they tried to pass off as jelly donuts before, which was complete bullshit just because we're ignorant Americans. <laughs> Hated that. Um, so he's like, you know, even a basket of baseballs look good enough to eat. And we see him tip over the baseballs and he gets trapped in the bucket. And he, he gets strung up. I mean, and I felt see, bad, like looking this at this was out. awful. Like, <laughs> like that's animal cruelty at its best. Like they they were gonna leave his ass to die, dude. Like that's terrible. Like and you know, Meowth is screaming and he, you deserve it. and he's just up there. He's he said he had to eventually he had to cry himself to sleep and he um he's woken up um by a movie, like a like a drive in style movie, except they're all sitting on the grass and they got a projector um pinned pinned across some wires and it's a it's a special outdoor screening and we see that Meowth is immediately uh transfixed with the images on the screen and we see that the young uh starlet in the movie has her pet Meowth, and we see that Meowth is licking ice cream and chowing on fried chicken, and right then and there, Meowth is bound and determined. <clears throat> That's where he was going to get to uh, find stardom, or potentially a, a fried chicken leg. Um, and he he busts out of the he busts out of the ropes and um, he's like, all this food and glamour was just waiting on me. So he, he pinned himself to a truck headed west, and he literally sees the light at the end of the tunnel. And that light transitions into our trio and Miss Ketchum hit, hitting the town Hollywood style. <laughs> this was funny. I mean, they they hit the street, Doug. And you see Ash and Brock in tuxedos. Misty is in a nice pink dress. And then you see Mrs. Ketchum <laughs> doing the um, Marilyn Monroe. I believe that's her name, right? Uh-huh. Marilyn Monroe pose in a white dress standing over um, the street. Um, what, what, do you, what do you call those, Doug? Would it be like a sewer, uh, like a sewer like, system that blows up? Uh, it was like a subway grate kind of thing. Yeah, and she's in a nice big dress that's being blown up in the back, and she's holding it down. But she's so happy just to be in New York City, where all where all the stars are made and all this. And she's like, "Oh, I'm getting a nice breeze." And then all of a sudden, we come back to real life, and they're in their regular outfits, uh, Mrs. Ketchum is not is not over a blower, and the whole town is beat up. And Brock has a has a line where he's like, "They usually hold these big blockbusters and and um, big theaters downtown." And she's like, "Well, yeah, this block does look pretty busted." I was like, "That's not great, but it's clever." Um, and you just see that it's, you know, this dingy alley, and they eventually come to a theater that has the big um, 
Pokemon in Love Marquee. And they're like, well, this must be the place. And then we find we finally see, and I can't remember his name. Cleavon Spielbunk. Spielbunk, yeah, that's right. Yes, we but we actually get his first name. They they named him Cleavon Spielbunk, Doug. They Spielbunk. didn't they 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 didn't want any any little kids pronouncing this guy's name. They're like, oh, he's not coming back. <laughs> he's, he's just a chubby fella. But he 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 pops into frame and he's like, everybody out here is going to witness the premiere of Cleavon Spellbunk's Pokemon in Love. And he's twirling around like one of those old kid tops. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And and we have and then we go across the street and it's funny because team rocket is standing behind a light post and they're not being hidden at all they're just no. they're, they're they're literally standing behind and they're looking across the street at at our heroes and meowth comes up and he's like man this town sure ain't what it used to be and, and, and what's up Hanging out in a trench coat that he never wears, <laughs> just being all sorts of mysterious. And um, he's like, and the Team Rock is like, Meow, why didn't you ever mention that you've been to Hollywood? And he's like, you know, there's a lot about me that you don't know. And he's like, y'all, you guys go go to the private screening. I'll be back before the movie starts. And then he just starts walking down the street. And I believe this is when Meowth starts going into another part of his story, Doug. Yeah, he's walking and he's got um he's he's got an inner monologue and he stops at a a a rundown hamburger and hot dog stand and he's like, Boy, this place has really fallen on hard times much like me and as we pan up we see the sign when it was in uh brighter times and see a big line out front and then we see we hear a commotion and we hear somebody say get back here you lousy me out and we see me out running out with a piece of chicken a fried a fried chicken leg in his mouth and he gets Absolutely wanged on the head with a frying pan. <laughs> the fucking cook, he he whammied that freaking me out and had enough nerve that even once the fried chicken hit the ground to chase this little meow. I was like, well, goddamn, what is he gonna do when he actually gets his hands on this meow? He's gonna be the Tuesday special. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he's running. He's running down an alley and he can tell he's sweating and he trips and <clears throat> all of a sudden we see about, let's see if I can count them. One, two, three, four, five, six set of eyes, glowing red eyes come out of the darkness and group of Meowthsis and one Persian and yes, the leader. And he he makes a motion to one of the meowths behind him, and he comes out with a 
uh, Fishbone, uh, you know, the, the classic comedy, uh, head of a fish, tail of a fish, just bone, and the owl's kind of like, for me, and the Persian's like, yes, and he's, he's chowing, and you know, Meow's got tears in his eyes because somebody has showed him a little bit of compassion, but it could also be the concussion because he did get wanged in the head with a frying pan. <laughs> um, You're so wrong for that. <laughs> he got fucking absolutely that frying pan hit him square in the back of the head. <laughs> How else am I supposed to? But um, but then we cut back to that same. Uh, snack shop and we see the group of them running out of there now and everybody's got something and how did this owner not learn his lesson about fucking closing his damn door to it just have people push the door open because i'm sure these pokemon these meows aren't strong enough to open a damn door but I don't they know that purging might be yeah, probably. Well, I, I, I kind of got this Persian as like the head of a mob and that these Meowths bring the food back to the to that Meowth and these other Meowths get the scraps. Well, that could be that could be could be spot on with that one. Because I mean, I hadn't thought about it like that. Because I mean, let, let, let's be real. That Meowth didn't have a full fish. Um, when it was offered to Team Rocket's meow, there was just the head, and the rest of the body was already eaten off. It wasn't even a full fish. Um, yeah, <laughs> you might be right. <clears throat> but um, as the group of them are running away from the shop again, he's like, that's the first time I tasted fried chicken. And, you know, we see a montage of him with an ice cream cone. Some noodles. Some noodles, and... I mean, he's just, you know, he's high on the hog, and yeah. You know, then we go back to uh, present day, and he sees a shop whose windows are busted out and boarded up, and he says, you know, it was, it was, it was good times, and he says, and then I met her, and the and the store flashes back to the past and we see outside of like a well don't 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 skip by uh that part i mean you're skipping i know you ate uh but we but there was there was a truck that drove by right in front of me out and when the truck drove by that's when we got um the store uh, from back in the day so we transitioned with a with a with a car passing by which was pretty neat i thought I thought that was pretty neat the way that they did that. And, oh yeah, that's a that's a good shout. That's a good shout. And um, it's at this point that Meowth is still in his trench coat, and then they're panning close to the building, and you see a Meowth in in a window, and this was the Meowth from afar that Meowth has fallen in love with. So I'll let you I'll let you finish doing doing your scene, Doug. Yes, so we're back to pass me out, and he's he's strolling along. He's got a fish, in, a full fish. It should be noted in his mouth, and he's just strolling along. And he sees his, his beautiful meowth. She's done up. She's got a, a nice collar on, and she's he's sitting in the windowsill. And he's like, "I got to go talk to this broad." He probably didn't say broad, but 
Well, he might have. Um, he just <laughs> runs across the street without doing nothing, and a big truck comes, and all of a sudden you hear horns, and you see the meowth in the windowsill is scrunched up like she's avoiding contact, and she's shocked. She's like, huh? And you see, like, this big, massive pileup, a couple of trucks and a car, and it's all smashed together, and um, Team Rockets me out, comes scrambling out, goes up to goes up to the, the highfalutin chick and tries to kind of nuzzle up and kind of, hey, baby, what's a thing like you doing in a place like this kind of thing? And he's got his best intentions, and she just turns her nose up at him, and... She's too good for him, though. She's she's way too good. She thinks, oh, you're just a street meow. You know, you know you've got, you know, you're nothing. You know, you're just a just a a, a commoner, a, a a dime a dozen meow, and um, wants nothing to do with them. And this old woman with cocaine eyes, uh, or as I. I've come to term them Tony Khan eyes um, <laughs> comes up and just whacks him. He's getting hit in the head all over the place. Cause this woman just unloads with him with, on, with her umbrella. And she's like, Oh, meowsy. I've got this diamond studded pokeball for you. And she kind of looks down at Meowth, who's recovering. And she's like, see, she can provide for me. She's, you know, she's high class. What do you, what do you got? You got nothing. You're just a, a dirty street meow. And like that punches poor meow right in the gut. I felt so which probably bad. Would have been an improvement because he wouldn't have gotten hit in the head. For real. And he's like, how can I, uh, how can I compare to diamonds? I mean, and. The the little girl Meowth is like, she can give me anything I want. And then the lady takes out her Pokeball with all the diamonds and calls back the Meowth. And Meowth is like, I I must become human uh, um, in order to impress this Meowth. And this is the turning point in Meowth's life. Because he he's like, okay, I, I need to become human. And we go and we go through a few montages of Meowth trying to stand up on two legs. Um, we see that not even being on two legs, he, he wasn't fast enough to steal food for himself back with his Pokemon gang. And he, he um, sees a ballet place that can, that's <clears throat> helping him learn how to do ballet by balancing himself and along with that there's another section in there where they're teaching each other um like how to speak english properly seashell see she sells <laughs> i know she sells she sells she sells by the seashore there we go there you go and um I, I did gloss over that we, we got the Who's That Pokemon, um, and it's Onyx, who is featured in next week's episode, or no, not not next week's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, in, yeah. yeah, but uh, it's featured in this Friday's episode. There you go. Uh, oh, that, okay, yeah, fair point. Next week for, well, not even next week for them, it was two days from now from them, for them. I know. 
So, so yes. So it, it's just funny because mm. this, this meow is, it, he's get he's, he's getting kind of beat up, but he, I mean, he's, he's at least trying to learn how to say this stuff. And, and you just saw me, I, I freaking speak for a living and couldn't freaking say she sells seashells by the seashore. Like, hey, <laughs> there we go. Just you just got to not think about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, but you've also been sick. So you've got an excuse. Um, Exactly. I'm short of breath. <laughs> yeah, but see, I mean, you got to give me off a little bit of credit because it would have been so easy for him to just revert to running on all fours to get away from the chef he's like no i'm a two-legged meowth now i'm gonna take my lumps and you can see that he took his lumps by god yeah i mean you could and when we say he 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 took his lumps he he's literally crawling um as they're doing the speech therapy for the people inside of this class and his cheeks are swollen. His body is swollen. This guy really beat the living shit out of this meow. Off oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I felt bad. Like, that. this is worse than freaking Pikachu thundershocking him. Like, he he got tortured, apparently. But Doug, He's getting hit with metal. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right, Doug, um, go ahead and, and go over this next part of the scene. So yeah, he's up there in the in the rafters doing, you know, meow 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 meow, meow. and <laughs> fuck you, that was pretty good. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. Meow 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 meow. Shut up, that was good. Um, he gets himself a little picture book, and it's you know R's for rocket and T's for tooth, and he meow meow meow. And he's, you know, and you can, I mean, I'm not doing it justice, but he's getting a little bit, he's getting a little bit better, and we get a little bit of a musical number. Um, This this was kind of a sneaky music episode. Um, it was, but, a, but you can see that um, so much time has gone by. It looks like he was practicing this stuff for about a year, because you get the the leaves and and the snow and the sun and it's just it's a it's a nice montage. Oh, I didn't even yeah, I didn't even catch the um catch the weather changing out the window. I was I was focusing on the lyrics. But now uh thinking about it, I'm frustrated because so they had like a couple of musical numbers, right? Because you had this one and then spoiler alert, you get a little bit of uh Team Rocket later. No Jigglypuff in sight. No, not at all. I'm glad you caught that because they're in Hollywood. And that should be the number one place. Wait a minute. Didn't. Oh, no, there. It was Las Vegas. OK, OK. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't they visit Hollywood? But no, it was it was Las Vegas with all the drunks and the people that are <laughs> sleepless nights. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, all right, you can continue, Doug. But yeah, so, you know, we see that, you know, Meowth spent many nights falling asleep on his picture book. He's, he's so determined to get the, the the language down. And we can see that he's not getting, he's not getting faster. So he's still, 
Um, he's still getting a little bit beat up from this dude, but he's. But I don't know if the combination of possibly broken jaw or swollen cheeks or whatever, but he's getting the uh, seashell seashells down, and he hits it, and he's like, "I'm talking," and we see him back at his um picture book, and you know, wouldn't you know it, um, he's he's on R, and R is for rocket, and he said R is for r- r- rocket, and he's like, I'll be damned if that wasn't the first word I learned, which is bullshit, because we just saw him learn seashells. Um, <laughs> True. And, and um, for some reason, H and M are on the same page, and he's like, H is for happy, and M is for meowsy, and and then, and then we get Jesse and James pop up in the book, and they're like, P is for prepare for trouble, and James is like, and D is for make it double. <laughs> Could you imagine if you're a kid watching this and you don't know your ABCs? So, I mean, I don't know what what how how young that would be. But, and you're just getting all this kind of information. <laughs> and you're getting P and D and Q and R mixed up and shit. Hi, John. Hey, Johnny. What does P stand for? P stands for prepare for trouble. Uh, uh, okay. Um, it's kind of right. D- Stevie, what does D stand for? And that means make it double. Um, <laughs> what does P stand for again? It stands for p p p p. Okay, no, no, we're no. done. We're... <laughs> we're done with this book. All right, recess time, everybody. Go out and hit each other with a ball. <laughs> All right, so. But, yeah. So, um, uh, Meow finally uh, considers himself ready, and he... He goes back up to that window and he's got a, a little small bouquet of daisies in his hands and he says, Look at me, I'm I'm a walking, talking meow and I'm just like a human. Don't you want me? And she kinda gets this frown and she turns her nose again and she's like <clears throat> What's so human about you? Yeah, you're still you're still a street meow, and he just this broad and oh my! What can you imagine though? You did this for a year, and she's like, she's like, you may stand on two legs and talk like a human, but you're just, uh, but you're still just a dirty street meow with no money, no money. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! Like this, I wanted. Oh man, I was in my feelings when I heard her say that. I was like, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. Doug, did she just say that? <laughs> she sure did. And you know, we see we see Meow going full super villain. He's got tears in his eyes, he's got a, a hobo's bindle on his back. Well, was you we didn't even say the line that broke him. The the line that broke him is she said um, you're even worse now. You're a freak. That's right. Yeah, freak broken. <laughs> oh and, my god. <laughs> and 
And he's like, I'm going to show her. I'm going to become rich and powerful. and She's going to come crawling back to me one day. And, um, He's like, I quit. I quit the old gang and I joined up with Team Rocket. And, you know, I haven't had to worry about it. And he said, but now I'm, I'm right back here. And we hear commotion behind him. And wouldn't you know it, it's the old gang. And we hear me out say, hiya, bud, in relation to the Persian. And then we cut back to Team Rocket going, where is that Meowth? He said he was going to be back here by the time the movie started. And conveniently, we see the the pack of uh, Meowths led by the Persian just walking across the street. And Team Rocket doesn't think to follow him. They're like, oh, that's peculiar. Meowth found friends. <laughs> and then... <clears throat> And then we go into the next scene, and the me the Persian. So to me, before before we get anywhere, I'm like, okay, this <clears> is <throat> this is weird because the meowths that came up to him right before we got to Team Rocket, they looked like they wanted to kill uh, Team Rocket's meow. And when this like, Pers- Persian came through, I'm like, oh god, Persian's mad. Persian's mad. He okay. He's like, I helped you. And you just left and you didn't show us any appreciation. That's what I'm thinking in my head before walking into this next scene. I mean, yeah, because he abandoned them. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we didn't see the whole story. I mean, maybe he did go. But I mean, I think you can infer by the way that they rocked up on him that he didn't like give them a resignation letter. So, yeah, I mean, you're thinking, oh, you know, Meowth's done for because it's like five or six to one. Exactly. But then we find out they go back to their old alley and Meowth is like, yeah, I'm a walking, talking Meowth now. And I could be very useful for this business now, can't I? And you see the Persian basically kind of bowing down to um, Team Rocket's Meowth. And he's like, sorry to disappoint you, pal, but I'm sticking with Team Rocket. And the Persian just looks at him and basically shakes his head no and is like, no, you're not. You're 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 going to come over and you're going to be with us. And Meowth goes, he's like, my mind is made up and you're not going to change it. And then the Persian does what we what we were just talking about. And he signals over to another Meowth, basically, in so little worse, it seemed like he told the Meowth to attack him. And then he, he, he takes a look off to the side, and that's not what he said. We see uh, Meowzy is now by herself, and she's with the street gang. Doug? And, you know, we can see <clears throat> right off jump, she doesn't have her bows. She doesn't have her collar. And I mean, I was like, well, that can't be. And we have a quick cut and we see that Meowth and Meowzy are sitting on a, like a drum. And kind of um, like, um, what what's the name of that movie? Uh, <clears throat> Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. Lady in the Tramp style. There you go. Um, and basically Meowth, for the benefit of the audience, is interpreting uh, Meowzy's story, um, 
apparently the old woman, uh, well, you know, because cocaine's expensive. Um, <laughs> she she ran on some hard times and she couldn't afford um to to keep meowsy or to keep meowsy in the high life. I chose to believe it as couldn't afford meowsy full stop. And that that pokeball still had diamonds on it though. It sure did. <laughs> so. You're gonna tell me there wasn't a pawn shop around. Um And she's still being driven around. Like right, she, she she she, she, she was does have, she was in the back of that car. But she does have shit tied to the top of it. Yeah, she does. Um so basically she's like, I can't afford to keep you. You know, I, I trust you'll be okay on your own. And how dare she? Because this Meowsy has only seen that windowsill. Um, and I'm assuming the inside of a car and then the mansion. Um, she just lets Meowsy out and drives away. And you get the stereotypical uh, black smoke. And, you know, Meowsy's left coughing and then. Um, the, the gang rocks up and, uh, meow, uh, we're back to the, <clears throat> we're, pardon me, we're back to the present time and meow's like, you didn't want to join, did you? And meowsy <clears throat> shaking her head and, um, it, the, the, but meow's like, you had no choice and meowsy's yeah. like, yeah, I was basically <laughs> yeah meow's like he's like the lady left you with no money no nothing and you had no choice but to join the, join this gang didn't you and i want to point out in this scene meowth is drinking out of a straw and meowsy has a bowl that it licks out of oh i didn't catch that it's fucking good <laughs> so and meowsy and and Meowth is like, he's like, I can't believe it. He's like, she leaves you all alone with nobody to turn to but a bunch of thugs. And Meowsy's looking down. She's like, yeah. He's like, I'm getting you out of here right now. And then that's when the Meowth and the Pershing walk into the frame. And this is when I when I started getting like gang vibes in this episode. So I'm I'm getting like Persians like you're not taking Meowsy anywhere. I mean, you got out of here and you got lucky, but you're I'll be damned if you're gonna take another one of ours who we helped. We helped her. You didn't help her. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, you're you're bang on the money right now. And Meowth jumps down. He's like, "Cool it. She's coming with me." And Persian starts speaking as gibberish, and he's looking at the rest of the meows, and he signals for the meows to come over um, to intimidate Team Rocket's meow. And meow backs up into the barrel with his arms out, and he's now getting nervous. He's like, "How the hell am I going to take on all of these meows and Persian at the same time?" And Meowth is sitting there, and the Meowths are getting closer, and then you see the sweat coming down Meowth's face. And then all of a sudden, we get the mo the music montage of Team Rocket. Doug? 
Yeah, and it, it's basically, you know, we're Team Rocket, and we fight for what's wrong. Um, we got tired of our motto, so we thought we'd try a song, which I thought was cute. Yeah. Um, and we get, you know, Jesse and James. And, yeah, it's like, Team Rocket to the rescue. And, yeah, I was like, I can't believe you actually came to rescue me. And Jesse's like, we might be mean and nasty. But we never turn yeah. our backs on a teammate in trouble. I was like, well, fucking A, got Team Rocket coming through in the clutch. <laughs> I know. He's like, as long as we're not exposed to any actual physical danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have to consult our agent. <laughs> and then they jump off of their Team Rocket background, whatever they were standing on. And they jump down and the Meows scatter. They just run away. He's like, we saw you with this scruffy looking gang. So we followed you here just in case. We can't let anything bad happen to our little buddy. And all the while, Meowth is in shock. And then Meowzy's like, what the fuck? What, what, what the hell's going on here? Which is going to yeah, kind of. What am I getting myself into? <laughs> which is going to kind of play into this next part of the scene. Because I was still astounded at the end of this. <laughs> And James is like, he's like, we're more than teammates, Meowth. We're friends. And Meowth got all puffy-eyed and he starts to cry. He's like, it's so nice to have real friends. And Jesse's like, we'll take care of this gang. Arbok, go! Weezing, go! James goes and they send out their Pokemon. And they're ready to start battling because this might be the only thing a Pokemon that Team Rocket can actually <laughs> battle against and maybe level up and Weezing does smog and all the meows start coughing <laughs> and they get out of this scene and then we fast forward Doug and we 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 get no play out to um what was happening with Team Rocket and we're on the roof of a building now with Pershing and Meowth. Doug? Yeah, and it's this big... The sun is setting. Um, and it's this big, like... Climactic scene. And Jesse and James are watching. Meowzy's watching. It's 1v1. And they go charging at each other. And it, they do this the stereotypical, like... Anime back and forth. And then they lunge. And it's the... It's the close-up screaming shots, you know, the, ah, ah, that kind of thing. And they cross once and nothing happens, and then, they, you know, they go at it again. They they, and... they did the Lion King thing with Scar and Simba. Yeah, yeah. And they cross one more time, and you hear the contact, and they both land, and they, they got their backs to each other, and they do the thing where it's like, okay, one of them's got to fall. And Meowth starts to stumble, and you think, Oh shit, Persian was bigger, but we find out that Meowth was just given the all okie doke. Because and, Persian realizes, oh shit, I'm hurt, and he falls and he's done. And Meowth's like, ha, vindication. And <laughs> Meowzy takes off running, and you think it's going to be this big, like, you know, Casablanca moment, and it's going to be a, a, a kiss at sunset, and but it's Freaking. not. What the fuck? Meowzy runs past Meowth. 
knocks him over, knocks him on his face, and she's just like comforting him and and licking at his wound and yeah, freaking we find out Persian's been doing the whole business to Meowzy over here. And <laughs> he uh, <clears throat> he's like, you know, Meowth's indignant. He's like, after all I've done for her and and through uh Meowth we find out that Meowzy's saying well, this Persian you know, took me in when I was down and out and out of my luck and it wouldn't be right to to leave him now, especially with him being hurt. And um and there's a pause and we see Meowzy still talking. And Meowzy gets one final dig in because <laughs> she drops another line because you're still just a freak Meowth and Meowth just fucking is just he's done. He's had it. Um he passes out. And Jesse has a great line of, well, at least you're our free. And then we go but, into the movie theater where the premiere of Pokemon and Love are, and it's the end. It's over. Yes, it's over. There, there. It says the word end on there. The screen is closing. Ash, Misty, Brock, and Miss Ketchum, Togepi, and Pikachu, they're all clapping for this movie. And... Spielbunk comes out. He's like, well, what do you think? I have done it this time. I've given birth to new Cinemac masterpiece. And Ash is like, well, I don't know if it's a masterpiece. And Brock, Brock's sitting here with a, I, I like Brock's face out of all of them. Cause he's like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, this is, this is the same guy that made my favorite movie. I know what you ate last Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. And, he, and Ash is like, I didn't see us the whole movie. And Miss Ketchum speaks up and she's like, I I think I saw a back shot of, of uh, Pikachu and Togepi for a second. Only but, for a second. <laughs> and Brock is in there. He's like, yeah, where was I? And Mr. Spielberg, he's like, he's like, uh, we all must sacrifice for an art piece. My film is about Pokemon, so I left all of the cutting or all of you out of the cutting, but it hurt me to do it. And as like it hurt, it hurt us even more, <laughs> even though they we spelled even in the movie. I know. Misty's pissed. She's like, I don't know why you invited us to come see this premiere if we're not in this goddamn movie. <laughs> she's pissed and Brock is like yeah he's like well I couldn't get any other movie stars to come so I decided to invite all the little people and, and we get dancing spotlights and we hear in the rafters we hear well you should have invited us and it's Team Rocket making yet another grand entrance and come dancing in with Top hats and tuxes. Uh, this is this is the traditional entrance, you know. Jesse James. And, um, they kick Spielbunk off the stage. That must have made a pretty substantial thud. <laughs> and Meowth comes cartwheeling in. Instead of saying Meowth, that's right. He says that's showbiz. And 
basically they did all that and you think okay we're gonna have another big battle and then you look down and you realize there's only two minutes left in the episode which is basically over because they got to do pikachu's jukebox and no they're just they just wanted to make that en- entrance so they could make that big grand exit and they chorus line kick off the stage and say it looked like team rockets dancing off again and <clears throat> ash is like well that was scary and brock's like well i guess our movie career is over, and Misty gets the little period at the end of the sentence. She goes, before it even started. And then we... And then they kind of have a, a realization of, oh, rat. And then the screen fades out to Pikachu, and then fades into a moon, and we get a last shot of Meowth looking up at the moon. And then he's just, he's still wondering because he's still in love. And he's like, you know what? Maybe Meowzy is looking up at this moon right now, too. And then he puts his head down and we we back up. And that's it. To be continued. Hell of an ending. <laughs> I know. Meowth, and Meowth tries his best to be good. Every time Meowth is, is trying to be good, he always gets slapped in the face. No wonder he joined fucking Team Rocket. Yeah. Like, I, I actually felt bad for Meowth in this episode. He he, he he got up the courage to go back to Hollywood, finds his true love, and then finds out the, the leader of his old gang is now with his girl because he brought her in, even though Meowth... Oh, my God. Like, this, this just had me in my feelings. I'm like, man, I feel so bad for Meowth. But, 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 couldn't, well, I was trying to think, is, is, did Meowth get shit out of here? I don't think so. No, he, he did really. Meowth did it to him, I think Meowth did it to himself. Just a little bit. <laughs> so, all right, so Doug, what do you give this filler episode? Um, on your Dougal meter, because I, I think this was more of one of the higher, in, in my opinion, uh, one of the more higher quality filler episodes <laughs> that, that we have gotten so far. I mean, yeah, this was a three and a half. I mean, oh. I'm, I, I mean, I, I would I'm, really struggle to give any, a filler episode of four, honestly. Yeah. And I'm in the same boat. I'm going to give it a good three and a half as well. So this was, this was a, a good episode. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it was very good so all right so doug you know how we end these episodes now you have a pokemon pack on your end do you want me to go first or you want to go first um well let me get this pack open and i'll tell you what my border is and depending on what that is is where we'll go okay uh which which pack are you opening this week I have an Evolving Skies pack. Okay, perfect. That doesn't want to open. <laughs> Even a little bit. Nope. Got it. <laughs> I have an all-black border. Okay, so with this being the Evolving Skies pack, a black border... In so little words would be a dud pack this week. Ah, uh, poop. Okay. 
So, all right. So I got mine open already, so I already don't. I don't need to um, fuck with it. But Doug, what? All right, all right. Showing off. (laughs) I opened mine like five minutes ago just to have the pack already open. All right. So I have a black border as well, and I am opening a fusion strike pack. But the black border for fusion strike packs means that it's a decent pack. So, Doug, what energy am I looking at right now? Water energy. Water? Mm, sorry. This this week is a fighting energy. Yeah. So I have a fighting energy, a Cramomatic, a Skaters Park trainer card, a Frostmoth, a Dreepy, a uh, Makuhita, a Rickety, a Derumaka, or no, a Galarian Derumaka. Uh, so he's all white and frosty. Um, I got a Sizzlepede. I got a Reverse Hollow um, Corvisker. I think that's how you pronounce it. And I do have a full art um, Greninja V card. Very nice hollow. And a very nice way to end this week's episode. So, Doug, it's your go. And I'm going to go fire energy for you. You don't have a shot in hell at getting this energy. Because I've never seen this energy before. Ooh! So, oh, a, a steal. A steal. No. Oh, damn. Treasure energy. Oh, a treasure energy. Okay. All right. I have a trainer energy. A, a trainer energy. A treasure energy. Have a ribbon badge trainer card. I have a Vigoroth. Okay. <clears throat> Pardon me. A son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> Fighting energy. Okay. Oh, this is a dud pack because I've already gotten two energy. Already not at the best material. Don't you know we're doing a pack opening? I have a Scrothland. Okay. I have a fuck me. I don't. I, I don't. Card. I. I don't think that's a card. <laughs> well, it is, and it's shiny. So, what does that tell you? No, I was saying a fuck me card. <laughs> oh, I'm just. I don't like, know. With this pack, it might be. All right. So, all right. You got a reverse hollow trader card, and what? What's the card after that? A scroth. Okay. No. A, 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 S L A A off. Uh, slack off. Slack off. Yes, yes, you are right. I have an MLG. Okay, and your last card. And my nope. I have three cards left. Oh, okay. I have a Corvana. I have a Persmite. Okay. 
last card I have in my hand is a Nicket. A Nicket. All right. Well, thank you, Doug. I don't want to be thanked. <laughs> that is a fun pack i'm not gonna lie <laughs> so pack I've ever opened. <laughs> so all right everybody well thank you for downloading this week's episode if you're listening to this on the free feed i've made the decision right now that this is the only episode that you are getting this week and uh, we will be back to two episodes per week starting next week. But um, it's a way for me to get Patreon back up to its premium. So right now, as it stands, everybody, Patreon is absolutely free on the page right now for the month of January. We are starting billing back up in February. If you want to hear this next episode in advance on Friday, go ahead and sign up to our Patreon page. Like I said, it is free. Otherwise, you will be waiting until next Tuesday to hear the Onyx episode. So um, the Master of Unexpected next Tuesday and next Friday, you will have the ancient puzzle of Pokemonopolis. And then you'll have Bad to the Bone. And then we will have our first special guest for all fired up getting ready for the Pokemon League everybody so until then i will either see you this friday on the patreon feed or i will see you next tuesday thank you for downloading this week's episode say goodbye doug goodbye doug and this is wrestling chris g signing out have a good night everybody.